Travis, <laughs> we finally decided. Dude. When you walk into a building that's multiple levels, that first time you enter is called the Netherworld. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it shall be labeled as thus. This is the Chronicles the of Narnia. <laughs> it is the wardrobe in the spare room. Yes, spare room. So it's spare room, for yeah. zero. No, it, yeah. no, no. It doesn't even <laughs> exist in that zero space. Oh, so yeah, so it doesn't even exist. So it must be zero. Got it. Yes. Cool. Yes. Is guacamole a fruit salad? What is the best milkshake for bringing boys to the yard? Ostriches are dinosaurs. Don't piss off old people. New game. What do you mean it gives you Arby's mouth? Artisanal muck duck balls. I think they call that autofillatio. I want to high five a shark. Welcome to Bar Banter. Relax, have a drink with us as we debate the most controversial topics in the world today. On today's podcast, on this episode of Thoughts for Your Thoughts, <laughs> is the ground floor floor one or floor zero? Hmm. What is the worst stereotypical coworker? And if every living thing was the size of a car, which animal? would be the deadliest but first andrew mullis what are you what are you what what are you drinking i created a new cocktail for a party last week it is olive oil washed gin black pepper simple syrup basil and lemon juice shaken up and strained over ice and it tastes like focaccia bread in a glass Ooh, yum is there real rosemary in it? Do you have like the rosemary sprig in it? Because no, I I went between basil and rosemary, and basil just kind of works a little better in mixing. But it is absolutely delicious, and I love it. Uh, Benjamin, thanks, Drew. I actually went truly tonight. I, I'm doing the little margarita trulys. Uh, they're really good. Never had them before. Rick, what are you drinking? I'm going to take this moment to address my captive audience. So I'm currently drinking a Long Island. However. As my usual podcast pre-caming, I went and had my wings, and I had several blue moons tonight. And I just want to say it was trivia night tonight at the place I patroned. And the last question was a wager your points question, and it was Samuel L. Jackson movies, and you had to rank them in order of earliest to mm. most recent release and i bet all my points and i got the question right but the lady doing it said i got it wrong which means yeah. i had zero points and i wanted to be known that i know my samuel jackson movies in order <laughs> and i got it right i'm not saying i would have won because i don't know what anybody else wagered but i am saying i got it right so i have my long island currently and my five blue moons before this there i'm off my soapbox Travis Jennings, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Voodoo Ranger Imperial Ooh. IPA from New Belgium. It's a good beer. It uh, is finishing off the six pack I bought because I take forever to drink beer. And after this, I'll have zero beers. Maybe one. I'm not sure. How do you count beers? Is you start with zero, you go to one, 
How does it? How do you? How does it? Guys, I had an argument the other day with an Not old coworker. That's fine. I'm tired. It's been a long day. It's fair. <laughs> uh, you're you're getting B plus, Travis tonight, guys. Sorry. B plus. Yeah. 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 I had an argument with an old coworker the other day, and we were trying to determine if you're on an elevator and you're in a building. Is and you push the the one button, or is that assuming that's the ground floor, right? And I was like, well, hold on. What if what if there's a lobby and then a first floor? Is like, well, who would, who, why why wouldn't you just put that as the first? And so essentially, we we're arguing, is the ground floor floor one or floor zero? And I've seen it both ways in elevators, and there's also basement level, and there's all sorts of different things. And I want to make this determination. Once and for all, what ground floor is supposed to be? Which button on the elevator, essentially? Ground floor should be a letter. I'm okay with that. So I guess to me, my answer to the question is ground floor is zero or it. But to me, it should be a letter. I'm okay with that. One is the first floor, meaning above ground. So you have you have base layer which is your letter or zero or for the unintellectuals one, but it should be a zero G B what, what, what have you now mm-hmm. you can have additional letters to say, sure. Like, like basement or, or whatever, but base layer should be zero or G where you enter the building. Yes. Should be G or zero or l if that is the lobby because i think right l also fine lobby what what have you if if you if i don't have to walk up any stairs aside from like you know your your fancy entrance whatever things outside if i go through the enter the established entrance mm-hmm. it should be a you're you're on floor zero or G lobby insert, you know, whatever you want to call it here. Then if I have to travel upstairs or an elevator, you were then on the first floor. And so Drew, I saw you on. shaking your head. Hold on real quick. Oh, I just, you, you brought up a good point just as, to make this easier. Cause I think we'll get into a little like exceptions. We're assuming, like you said, there's one established entrance. Right, because yes. I th- yes. I think with some super large buildings that are built sure. on a hill, you have two different lobby entrances, and right. that's the basement, the about. garage, the the main customer entrance. Drew, you I saw you shaking your head. I would like. To, what, yeah, what? no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump out here. So I'm with you, Rick, in one aspect that I want to make this across the board. So we're not just talking high rises downtown. We're not just talking multi-level buildings that are you know customer bases right i'm also thinking about houses i'm thinking about storage places anywhere that has more than one story to it agreed if i go to a building just say it's a hotel that's on flat ground that entrance level is the lobby it is the first floor to me because it literally is the like you there might be basement there might be parking decks underneath yeah yeah all, all of that different things but it is 
if if you took all of the other stories off of it, if you just made it a one level building that had the exact same thing, that's still one story right there. If I go to buy a house and I'm looking at it and I'm asking the realtor about it and I'm like, oh, it's a two story. It's got the first story and then the second story or first level and the second level. I don't go to a house and I'm like, oh, it's got a zero floor and the first floor. That's where my logic sat with it is I don't associate zero as a like a nothing space. And I don't call the basement zero. In in my general opinion, the zero shouldn't exist anywhere. Like you, if you go downstairs, that's the basement floor one. Or if that leads to a parking deck, that's parking one. If I'm going to a 20-story building, it's 20 stories tall, starting with the lobby and the entrance, because there might be residences on that level. There might be shops. There might be more than just the lobby. The lobby doesn't, just by being a lobby and a main entrance, make it a, a just the ground floor or the... Like, you could be a ground floor, but you can also... I also think yeah. it's the first floor. I, I, I think that's interesting. And before Ben and Travis go, I just want to establish something real quick because I think it would be mm -hmm. interesting just before to hear their answers. I like that. And I, I hate to bring this up, but I'm curious. So the military... I don't know why, but your first day is day zero, no matter what is what they call it. And so I, I've, obviously that's a little bit of my background. And so I'm curious before no, ben, and Travis, actually, before Rick, ben like and Travis go, I'm curious to see if that factors, but drew the, the one thing I wanted to ask about your examples, uh, it makes sense where you're coming from, but my only, and I don't even want to call it a counter maybe even just a question for clarification it's the where i i guess i lose you i i agree that you say it's a two-story house but typically you call a one-story house a a ranch house thus oh, thus rename and i love it travis thus <laughs> renaming it you know it like taking out that first second and then obviously if it has a basement you know that's that's a I, you know, mm. a different conversation, but that that's just where the, the waters get a little muddy for me. And yeah, go ahead. Two things on that. And I do, I kind of do like that take on the military because you guys use the military clock too, the 24 hour clock. And so like midnight to one o'clock is the zero hour. It's balls so yes, theory. I do. I do. I do like uh, including that in there, but I'm not arguing that you can't call the first floor something else like sure. the ground floor. Sure. or the main floor or you know if it's a ranch style house that's just kind of that's yeah. equal some equalizing semantics yeah at that yeah, point. yeah sure that's fair i just don't i don't agree with calling it the zero floor okay because because it exists i it's it's one of those like if you had a sub basement before you get to the regular basement maybe call that zero floor but in general it's not the it's not arguing that you can't call it something else, but it is right. in my mind the first. Like okay, it it, exi it exists as right. a floor. It exists. But right. and Drew, and Drew, your example, you would say ground two instead of ground one, like in Rick's example. If the ground floor so you, is is the you first, could call floor. it the first floor or the ground floor. Right, it's right. The so, floor that is on I, top of the ground. Okay. Yes, but so what I'm Rick said, you go ground. And if you go up one, you're on the first floor. So that'd be if you're in an elevator, 
Uh, hold on. That's what he said. Don't shake yep. your head. Mm-hmm. That's what Rick said. You, you get in the elevator. It says, G, you go push, push one. You go up a floor. In your example, you get in on G. The next available floor is two. Two. Yep. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Just want to make sure for all. So I'm, I'm with Rick because there are two different ways to actually kind of conceptualize zero. The first is in terms of like, I guess, math, it's, it's nothing, right? The actual it, zero means nothing in, in math. If you're looking at a number line, it doesn't exist. It's the absence of numbers, basically. In programming, you can have a zero indexed list. And a lot of times that allows you to have things like, you know, I'm, I'm also looking at like presentations and stuff. Uh, if you if you're putting together a big PowerPoint, your appendix and the stuff at the beginning, it's not really a part of the meat of everything. So it's like it's slide zero or zero point one or zero point two. And so you can you get these additional layers of thing. I'm just talking conceptually, Rick, right? No, there's, it, there, there's other ways to use zero. I get what you're saying, but saying it that way almost makes I me think switch. you're doing damage to your it almost <laughs> makes me switch camps. And well, that's I'm, I'm willing to let you finish. That's but I'm just at my, I'm my, gonna, my listen, my, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. But. My point with that is just in no, general. There, I know I got it. I like it. Uh, there are other ways to use zero than just nothing. That was my point. No, yeah, that's fair. So, <laughs> when when I think of getting into an elevator, and I'm trying to get to the ground floor, to me, the ground is everywhere. Right, you go from the ground into a building. You haven't gone up a floor, so why should I go from, you know, zero to two or zero like i don't understand why just by entering a building i'm now going up a floor now i'm on one like it doesn't like i haven't gone i haven't changed my elevation if 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 drew to your point earlier if the outside is zero basically i think that's what you said if i'm going in at zero right and i'm walking into a building i haven't changed elevation and i need to go up one that's fair and I need to go up one. I need to go to the first floor, which is one. And that and that's my thought process around it. It's just like I'm on zero. I go up one. I'm on the first floor. I guess the other All caveat right. I'll, th- I'll throw out is we're talking what what should be, not what is, right? I mean, it does happen. I've seen because I guess like to me, like what is 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 first floor is the way Drew's describing it, like is the well i don't know again i don't i haven't been in every building but nor you know like you know the ground floor hold on the, hold on, the hold numbers on. are time out, time out the numbers are one you no haven't been I, in every I take building. it back i roll you it have, back you have been in every building i mean <laughs> you have or you haven't i have a new life goal it's to go to every building every building the hey guys just had to check it out. I need to come in, see yeah. what this building was about. What I do you don't even need the, to go up the What do you floors? call this? No. <laughs> just want to see your directory. Um, I want to I'm doing research. You know what? Sabbatical starting to go fund me. Uh bar <laughs> so, somebody pay us to go to every building and every we will document it. Building. It's all based on the structure. I'm gonna I haven't said anything, yeah, so I'm gonna ahead. jump out. So it's it's yeah, all based please. on the structure. 
And this is where I'm going to agree, agree with Drew. And I'm going to agree with Drew pretty hard because I am 100% agree that once you walk into that structure, you are on the first floor of that structure. Travis, I get the argument about it's the same level as the ground outside. So you're thinking zero. But I mean, if I stand on top of a 10 foot ladder outside, am I up a floor of the earth? No, I'm not. It's the structure that makes the floors one, two, three, so, so on and so example. forth. No, but the idea is you were trying to compare ground level outside to ground level inside the structure. It's not the same. Once you walk in, you are on the first floor of that structure. And that's the whole premise of the question is why is it the not ground the same? Floor? What's the difference? The structure itself. You are so, on the first so floor walls of the structure. Is the, is the difference? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because Rick, if you're on the zero floor of a structure, that means you've got zero walls, zero ceilings, zero floors, zero doors. But if you're on the first floor, then you've got, you know, one level of walls, one level of ceilings, one level of doors, so on and so forth. So you can't have a zero. Nothing exists on a zero. It just it, it there there is an absence of everything at zero. So one can be replaced. So you're in the G, woods with a at G. Zero? So zero is your backyard. No, I'm not, try I'm not trying to like. No, like you're you're good. Sharpshoot you, but I like that. is that what you're saying? Like zero is your backyard because I mm -hmm. a, a well, non-fenced-in backyard. Like I'm in the woods, and then once I make it a ranch house, I have one or a one-story house, which is okay. also a very common way to call it. So yes or no, Rick? I'm not really comparing to what I call my backyard or the woods. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. Sorry, that wasn't the focus. I was just trying to. Yeah, and that's the point of my focus is we're talking about the ground floor of a structure of a building. You can replace the one with a G or a T for terrace or a B for basement, whatever you want to call it. But the next, if you go up one floor, you're on two. If you put an elevator in a two-story house, you got one story and then two stories. It's not ground story and then one story in a two-story house. So there, there is no zero ever. I mean, there is. They they actually, so the reason why this argument is here is because we saw it, right? I, I was in an elevator with a friend where it went from ground to one and we were arguing as to why yes. it was like that. So um, my point is like people do index it. We're not talking about what is, we're talking about what should be. Right. Your answer is, the if I walk into the entrance, that's floor one. Is that what you're saying? The main entrance for a building is floor one, okay. no matter what you call it. Yes, okay. floor one. Okay, and that's main what it should be. That's what it should be. One. And you okay. can rename it G or T or X or or exclamation point for all I fucking care. I much prefer exclamation point. I out would of, really out of like the options, I prefer point. exclamation point. The Question mark also would be good. <laughs> Question, Question mark is a random this, floor. It's a random floor. Argument. That would be good. <laughs> Take me to a floor. All right, Drew, go for it. What I am saying is what should be truth. And if people do it differently, they're wrong. If you walk into the ground floor, the, the floor that exists level with the earth, that is the first floor. And like Ben said, you can call it whatever the fuck you want. Ground floor whatever but sure. that is the first floor and then if you go to the next floor even if it's called g or one if you go up one level that is level two that's that is my hypothesis that i'm putting out for 
or not my hypothesis, my statement is that, and anybody else who does it differently is wrong. So I can tell you, we, we actually, we talked to the building manager as to why it was like that. Is he on crack? No, it was insurance purposes. It was something to do with the fact that if you have a building less than quote four stories, it was less money to insure it. So they did G one, two, three. And it was a three-story building. Well, I mean, if you're trying to get around shit like that, you can do whatever the well, fuck you want. Well, I'm so, all about the hustle. Yeah, that's like yeah. skipping the floor 13, yeah. going but 11, we know 12, as 14. People, like, you know what floor you're really on. Yeah. As human beings uh, that well, so are that part of a society. So that got me thinking as to, is that really the right way to do it? Because I, I like that idea. I like... If zero you're going in- for insurance fraud, yeah, you do whatever the fuck you want. Well, I just to. I think that makes more sense in general. Like insurance Why? aside, I I get it because I because I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still on the ground floor. Like, why is that one? Why one can't it also indicates... be the first floor? I'm just saying it can't be the zero floor. I'm okay with ground it floor being... and floor one can be the same thing. I'm just saying yes, we should take saying... zero out of the equation completely. Okay, sure. Yes. Right. I'm saying it should always go ground one then. Wait, that's wrong. Explain, explain that for me. No. Gr- ground, ground floor is the one you come in on, and then the one the, ah, you give okay. the elevator, right. you push one. The the same argument we've been making. I just got rid of the zero. I threw it yeah. out the door. Well, because zero is G, right? In this, I'm sense. Just, they're right. energy. Yeah. They're interchangeable to you and I, Rick. Yeah, they're yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, it's just it's. I haven't gone anywhere. So why am I going? Why am I now on one? So okay, so. So you're saying if you haven't gone anywhere, then you're still on zero, right, Travis? And yeah. then if you go up a floor, that's what I am saying. Then yeah. you're Same. on one. Okay. By the yes. act are of you, walking are you... into a building, you are now on the first floor Correct. of that building. I'm, I'm saying ground floor. Okay, so it could be but both. Are you? I'm so... saying if you go up one level, are you on the first floor of that building or the second floor, Rick? First, first. floor. Why? Why can because... it not be the second floor? I mean. I mean, I, I'm. Why going... shouldn't it? Why shouldn't it be the second floor? So, because you have now gone from because the because I'm going to my tree. I'm going to my tree floor. The exactly. second floor. Just because you add walls doesn't mean I'm not on the. I'm not on the earth. Just because I add walls around it, I'm still on the earth. I'm on like, the ground. Floor, add, but it's. But I need. To, the, I need to add a floor to become you're in the a different floor. space. I also want to talk about elevator shafts because that becomes its own. I, I love the shaft. And you, you know, I love the no, shaft. No, I know you love the shaft and being. I'm going to go get a drink in the, in the shaft with me. Yeah, we need the Travis, I think, is feeding Yeah, Travis shower. has been gone for 30 minutes. So. <laughs> At least 30 <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Guitar Repair. Is your guitar beat up, dented, or is there dirt from the 70s still under the controls? Well, you're in luck. At Rocket Guitar Repair, Ray works on everything from acoustic and electric guitars to bass guitars, banjos, mandolins. If it has strings, Ray can fix it. With over 50 years playing, repairing, and building guitars, Rocket Guitar Repair can get your guitar repaired rocket quick. Call Rocket Guitar Repair at 678-400-3062 or visit rocketguitarrepair.com. 
for those of you who are still with us, we're going to the first floor. I mean, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what level floor we're going to in this office, but we need to find. See ya, Gloria, Mrs. Wiggins. We're going to the Rick, we got to teach you how to like. That was terrible audio, Rick. Your your mic mic etiquette, or like, if you're gonna just, scream, just do I, this. I was just feeling the spirit. No, I I appreciate the spirit. That I but I, I also want to. It's just feeling you, the spirit. But but I wanted to feel your spirit, and I couldn't because it just sounded like <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, We're, I know. Name that movie. I, I got the spirit, but I didn't. I couldn't fully be there. So, uh, worst office stereotypical coworker person thing. So basically, like everyone knows, if you've been in an office setting, really any sort of any sort of work setting, you got the uh, the stereotypes of of people. You got your person who's always stressed out. You got your micromanagers. You got the delegators. You got the guy that always sets meetings. You've got the buzzword person that just likes to throw buzzwords in, even though they don't know what they mean. What's the worst stereotypical coworker? Go. The worst coworker to me, I'm going to call him Sir Lance a lot in my mind. You have all the other things that Travis rambles off, like, you know, insert your, depends on your personality, what you find most annoying there. But the most annoying stereotypical coworker is the one who thinks they know and attends any meeting like they know the process, but don't. <laughs> and so they're just speaking. I'm going to call it lies, but I there's a better way to massage it because they think it's true. It's just not. And they think they're spitting fact and it's just wrong, but they're willing to die on that hill of incorrect, I'll say incorrectness. So to me, that is the worst stereotypical coworker is the person who is willing to die on the wrong hill because they believe it is the right one, but they don't know enough to understand they're wrong. And I think that's a, that's a, a clear distinction. Cause I've been, w when you first started talking, I was like, Oh God, is he talking about me? Because there have been several situations at work where I was considered the subject matter expert but I would always be the first person to say, please correct me if I'm wrong. Nope. Different person. Okay. Yeah. The person yeah. I'm talking yeah. about is the person that doesn't say correct me if I'm wrong. They're the person that says I am right no matter what anybody else says. Even if the CEO says I'm wrong, I am right. There's a difference between fake it till you make it. Yes. And fake it because I believe regardless of evidence right it's like the fake face. it to the make face. it to the extreme yes yes so i kind of want to go next only because i'm i'm gonna play a little bit off of rick so rick i'm in agreement terrible co-worker terrible but mine is kind of like you're you're talking about you know what they say and their opinions are just True. they're unnecessary they're unnecessary because they're wrong mine is a little bit bigger so mine is the coworker that, you know, talks about their job to everybody, talks about how vital they are, talks about 
their daily activities, you know, that their, their annual reviews coming up, they need a raise, they need a promotion, but their job really isn't all that necessary. Like it's not that big of a job. They think it is. They think it's huge and they, they will let everyone know it, but it's really not that big of a job. So I, I, I entitle this person, the unnecessary narcissist, because you you think that you are the best person. You're you're doing all this great work, but nobody around you really needs you for anything. All right, I'm gonna go. My title for this person is the Chicken Little. In in my experience in the working world, um, generally have been a a boss for most of it. But the the person that you come across as a coworker, where every little thing that goes wrong is the biggest disaster that could have ever happened. If we're talking just like restaurants in, in general, you know, I forgot to get them ketchup and then you have to hear about it for three fucking hours afterwards. And like, what do they think about me? What is like, blah, 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 blah. Or like, you know, that person said this, this, and this, and every, everything, every interaction that they have with their guests, their coworkers, their bosses, the kitchen, any aspect of the job is the biggest thing that has happened to date to them. That person is detrimental to the company because they're taking my time away from either managing or being part of the company or, or whatever. And at the end of the day, for most jobs, none of us work in jobs where you know people are dying constantly like you know that's a risk in some of our in some of our jobs and it's something we have to mitigate but at the end of the day for me personally if i'm if we're just still talking restaurants i'm just serving people food and i'm or i'm just pouring beer or i'm just making cocktails or i'm just giving this person the good experience that they're going to have so i want to i'd like to go next because i think drew I had one that was maybe like personal to me, but I feel like you just convinced me because I know these people and I, for other reasons I'm about to get into, I don't like them. This is the same person who in a more, we'll call it a, a, a an office setting, right? Escalates too quickly, right? Everything that is, I can't do my job anymore because this one tiny little thing is wrong, even though there are 12 other things I could be working on. I have to stop everything I'm doing because of X, Y, Z and the, the sky is falling. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's cause there's the person who I think and I want to make this differential differential. I don't know. Difference. Are you talking about the person that's just like, Oh, woe is me. I'm, you know, uh, this sucks. Or are you talking about the person who is just like, I'm going to management for this problem me specifically i'm talking about the woe is me type okay and i i do like where you're going okay because because there are those people that they're like i don't know how to do this google it, you fuck you got a fucking super I, computer in your pocket google like, it, you fuck do oh, do <laughs> do for yourself like <laughs> the woe is me person's annoying to me but they're not the worst i think the worst coworker because it's detrimental to the company is the person who escalates too quickly because 
because at least in my experience, those people are kind of the, the expression is the squeaky wheel gets the grease. This person is saying, this is a problem. This needs to be fixed. This is a serious issue. And all of management all stops what they're doing, focuses on this person and focuses on this issue to correct it, even though in terms of actual priority, it's not a big deal. And oftentimes that person who's been the squeaky wheel because they're in front of management a lot gets promoted. And so like the long game, they're actually bad for the company because they have no sense of what the, the big picture is and what really is priority unless it impacts them. And so the worst coworker well, maybe not be like the most annoying on a day-to-day basis, but if I'm if I'm taking this to a macro level in terms of uh, I was running a company, I would say the worst coworker is the person who is escalating too quickly. Well, actually, I, Travis and I are on the same boat because that's uh, I was gonna I was gonna say the exact same person. I was gonna reference them as the tweak from like uh, from South Park reference. Ah! Like that's ah! how I. That's how I like view that person is the one who doesn't know, like didn't learn in like preschool how to raise their hand from the teacher, just decided that wasn't an important life lesson to learn and just can't, they're, they just can't get, they can't get it out of their heads not to jump in if they have like one ounce of knowledge, whether it's actually even relevant to the conversation or not, but they just, they have to input. Like that's their in, they're ingrained in them somehow. They have to input in that moment and also they are the first ones to cry wolf and for even for processes because i've seen this myself even for processes and problems that they dealt with a million times before because let's be honest in all of our jobs in all jobs there's after a certain amount of time there's very there's a lack of variation of issues it's the same thing over and over again to some degree maybe like small iterations here and there but that same person is just is reacting the same way, not learning, not growing, not understanding what is not true Googling not, to not Googling not to Googling, point. but it's the tweak. It's the tweak of like, oh God, oh God. So I, well said, Travis. It's interesting because, Andrew, I'm going to let you go, but 20 seconds. It's interesting because Danny kind of, in my head, took kind of Travis and Rick's and kind of combined it. And I didn't realize how often those roles actually work simultaneously. The person that jumps in, way too often and they're also the one that overreacts way too often it's kind of interesting uh true so for me i get that but in in the majority of jobs that i've worked that type of person weeds themselves out we haven't really talked about this aspect of it is that type of person doesn't last long thank you like that Unless unless it's like nepotism, y'all have or, some shitty know. ass managers. If that person survives longer than well, I'm and Rick people. and and Rick, I have nope. had people that have lasted long in that position because God. of things like nepotism, or they know somebody, sure, is too involved in the but company. That's a different conversation. Or, or they are like the manager, or whatever. Yes, understandable. But to me, those people who have to ask and ask and ask and ask and ask. And ask and ask and ask, even if it's the same fucking shit over and over again, they weed themselves out. Yes. And that's on management to be like, okay, yes, we have a paper trail now of we've corrected this behavior X amount of times. We gave them certain amount of chances. We're in a right to work state. 
and we're just gonna part ways at that point in time. Are we talking coworker or employee? Because that change that changes the answer. I think I'm blurring the lines. A I, little I bit think right. it can be both. No, it can't. I think because, well, because if it's employee and you allow any of the bullshit that y'all just brought up, I blame you as leadership for allowing it to exist. Like fuck you and your bullshit piss poor man's the worst allowing that. If you're talking about coworkers, that's a different conversation that yes. you expect. If you're saying an employee is as Drew said, you weed yourself out by being the squeaky wheel and basically saying, hey, come do my job, boss. That is on you as a manager, and I have zero sympathy for that. I'm saying co-worker, right? Right, and I, that's what I, I thought as well. I'm thinking- Because you can't- And I really you, want to- Your actions of can't co-worker. really impact the co-worker. Like Correct. you can- like, like This bullying, is someone or, I have to deal with. Right, Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so when it's not an employee in that it's an employee of the company, but they're not a report of mine. Right. So essentially it's us five. Like what, what that's what we're, that's what Danny and I are saying is not, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are not, these are not. Okay. uh, I I have no control over these people. These are just, and so what I think Ben, you might be saying this as well. I find that in a sales driven organization, people who don't care necessarily about actual process where there's a lot of gray area a squeaky wheel if found valid once sure gain some trust and then can use that trust to impart their will on other departments that's the person i'm thinking of i bullied that person i did too so this is not the worst to me okay so I think there's a way to kind of wrap all of these up into one person. So what I'm I, I'm talking about is just people in general, people that I I talk to um, in my yes, accounts, people in general um, are the worst, <laughs> are the worst, absolute. Um, so people that I talk to, people, customers, bosses, coworkers, anybody. To me, the worst person in any category is the one where I'm having a conversation. And I don't feel like they are absorbing anything I'm saying. They're just talking about themselves. Anything that I say is kind of like on the wayside. Like I can, I can, you know, mention something and that's totally fine. But then they immediately bring it back around to, well, this is what I'm dealing with. And this is my job. And this is, uh, you know, how I'm struggling in the job, or this is what, you know, I think is wrong, or this is any, anything. Any anything where the person that I'm talking to, it's not a reciprocal conversation. Honestly, I like the idea that we all picked a couple of different ones and we all kind of agree. I mean, I don't think this one needs a favorite because I still think mine's a favorite. I'm pretty sure everybody thinks theirs is a favorite. I mean, it, it's very personal. This is this is very much who you think is the worst. For me, I hate people that self-promote. People that are woe as me don't bother me as much. So for me, that's that's what it is. I don't know if we'll be able to come up with one singular definition for this, but I think we're all, to Ben's point, I think we're all in the same general area. Complainers? People are the worst. <laughs> people suck. 
Guys, 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 I had a dream. And not that kind of dream, but a different kind of dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the boss. All right. I'm, 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 up to, I'm up to an A minus. Travis, for, a, for a, a podcast of all white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not the lines you use on that one. Yeah, we just uh, lost one subscriber. Listen, listen, I'm I'm allowed to have dreams, right? That no, happens. You have two kids. No, nope. that's fair. If 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 every if every living thing, if every living animal, every living thing on the planet, let's say, it was the size of a car, right? Scaled up to the mass of a car. Well. What would be the deadliest animal in a, like a we'll call it like a one v one type of scenario, or um, sc- or scaled down to a size of a car? I have a quick question. Down. You're, I have you're a right. quick question. You have a quick answer. No, the question wasn't living animals. I just want to throw that out there. You're right. That's, you're right. Let me, the let question me, let was me, not you're living right. animals. You're, prompt. you're right. You're right, Rick. If every thing that has ever lived was scaled to the size or mass of a car. So roughly we'll say 2089 Honda, 89 <laughs> Honda. So 1800 pounds. Sorry. <laughs> so all animals or living creatures that have ever lived or around that size, which one would be the deadliest in a, like a one-on-one type of scenario. So like ants don't get the entire colony. Right, it I would be an, uh, an ant, ah, uh, ant, and not like my aunt Leah, like right, and the ant definite article, ah, uh, ant, never right, or ants. For the sake of the podcast, can we just do animals? Because I don't want like somebody throwing in like the fucking coronavirus the size of a car or something like that. Can we... Why not? Yeah, your counter could be the vaccine. Like I don't understand the, the yeah. question. Okay, yeah. no, I agree. Open up That's everything not... living. I, that's not where we were going with that, Ben. But I, I agree. Uh, that was not where we're going with we're that. We're not I'm trying to simplify with, it a little bit. We're not going with here. like you can't pick AIDS. I mean, you example. can't, but I can. Well, okay. I mean, trying to simplify it for our viewers. If you, if you pick <laughs> AIDS, I know what my 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 fighter is going to be. That's all I'm going to say. So, Jared, <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, me. I got him with a South Park reference. Ah, uh, you know yes. me. Yes. <laughs> We're not just sure we're HIV positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, all right, wait, wait, what's gonna win? What's, right. uh, someone, someone throw something out. So I went an actual animal because uh, the original um, verbiage of the question had animal in it, not mm-hmm. living thing. So for me, I was thinking offense, I was thinking defense, and and I kind of went through a million different things. You know, what's got natural predators, what doesn't. But I wanted to come up with something that I had actually seen before. And so I got rid of things like dinosaurs and unicorns and all kinds of crazy shit like that. And I went with a badass animal that both has a ridiculous attack and an even more ridiculous defense. And I went with the alligator snapping turtle, big bulky shell protection and being in Georgia my entire life and growing up in a yard with creeks and woods. I have seen my fair share of snapping turtles. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen an alligator snapping turtle. I don't think those are around here, 
but just seeing regular snapping turtles, those things are vicious and they're faster than you think. Plus they can be on land and they can be in water. So I'm going with my alligator snapping turtle can snap through something, you know, big old bite and then can hide in its shell and hide from lions and tigers and bears. Am I, I like so- it, uh, but you we have to take into account if the idea is to take the living animal to scale to, I don't remember what we said. What was it? 89 Honda, whatever yeah. it was like, you know, don't rule out the white girl with cornrows <laughs> and her <laughs> eyeliner painted on Tiffany's going to fuck you up. So be like Pablo, hold my baby. <laughs> That's right. So give me Tiffany the stripper with cornrows <laughs> as the most vicious animal in the world. And that's the end of my segment. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> segment. I, I love it, Rick, and I'm gonna go next. Please. <laughs> Please. Because I have some really serious answers for this, but <laughs> but when we started talking about it and it was just animals on the table, I'm gonna ruin Rick. Travis, Danny, you want to go? Because I don't think Drew can talk right now. No, this is uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um... <laughs> A Jedi. Nope. No. Not scaled up. In a galaxy a long time ago, my Good friend. Good for you. A scaled it up Jedi is just a fat Jedi. Just, you can't it disprove it. Was, it was a documentary. You, can, you, right. cannot, dis, you cannot disprove it then. And I know you're going to hate me for this. I'm going, I'm going to bed. <laughs> but for my serious answer, um, the blue ringed octopus. Most like deadly uh, octopus in the world. Camouflage abilities. Also in, in, incredibly venomous. And like uh, the amount of venom that they produce can kill. Uh, the fact that I think I saw it was like 24 people with one little bite. Damn. They've got the range, the dexterity. They've got the intelligence. And you scale that up to car sized. Yeah, they're a little bit squishy. But I think that kind of... Uh, helps them in the long run. I was gonna go with something like a, a you know a crocodile or a flea, just for the natural armor if you scale it up. But in general, I think the the intelligence of that animal lends it to that kind of combat where like it can just kind of you know circle around and and constrict you into or you know bite you and will do more damage that way. And it's got reach. Like, let's not ignore that. I know blue ringed octopus are not like the have the longest tentacles, but they have reach. They're like, pretty, they're pretty tiny for octopuses, but octopi, octopi I guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, mm-hmm. But if you again, if you scale it up to the size of a fucking car, yeah, they're now uh, like three foot long, eight foot long legs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And there's eight of them. And if you manage to remove one, they can just use the other eight. I thought something in the similar vein, I was going to go something venomous because at the end of the day, if if you're fast and you're venomous, you're probably going to win because you're already probably an apex predator. Destiny. Um, 
Destiny's her name. Yep. I was going to go the Black Mamba or the, or the the King Cobra. Just something that is nimble, can get it in and out, strike, run away type of scenario. Ben, I li- I, I'm not saying it's a bad pick because I really like to pick in general, but I'm like, I was trying to like think of ways to to penetrate your argument like the shell. And I was like, okay, yeah, there actually might be some fleshy parts available with a snapping turtle. So that's like, oh, yeah, snake, cool. It can still bite. But I really like the blue ring octopus because of the reach, because of, oh, you, I'm I'm thinking of Ben's scenario where, oh, you got one of my tentacles. I have seven more. Yeah, but all I have to do as a turtle is go on land for the octopus and the octopus octopus can't survive. Right. We don't know where this fight is taking place. How long? Long enough, pretty long time. Long enough. That Travis, that's why I like your Black Mamba because Black Mamba can survive uh, both in water and on land, but not a know. helicopter crash. I don't think a. a oh, ouch! Too soon. <laughs> um, sorry, I I love you, Kobe. Uh, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry, stick with, stick with your Black Mamba over the King Cobra. That should no, be your pick, don't, just Travis. because it can survive in both Kobe. places. Wait, so Travis, um, one of my backups was just like bow constrictor. Because Black Mama, yeah, great. You got the bite and you got the reach. Um, but if you have a snake designed specifically for constricting, and you know, bows can get pretty big, like pretty long, and you think of it like that way. But if you actually scale it up to the size of a car and think about all those coils, to me, that's an apex fucking predator because they can just circle I mean, around you. We, we've you all dots. seen. The documentary Anaconda. Anaconda. Where... Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, 90. 90- I love the mileage we're getting out of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, continuing a bit, Rick. Has anyone ever met the Jennifer Lopez, the girl with cornrows and and the nails that she has? Yes. Like, you gotta think about it. Like how long those? Yeah, but the how long they are. Like you gotta you gotta scale that. So yeah. You know, uh, like I get, the, I get the boa constrictor feeling, but like the vicious <laughs> claws and the fangs. But the nails still <laughs> are fragile, right? They're long, but they still break. Yeah, and when but she bites, when you, but when you scale it, like, what's the math there? Like, if you scale it to the size of a sedan, it's one thing we didn't really talk about because I didn't want to really get into it. Was like if you had chosen a bird, you know, yes. hollow bones, right? Um, and surprise, no one picked a bird. So I, I didn't know. I thought, really I thought that. eagle. Well, that's so, why I chose Jedi. And with the octopus, I, I get that the bite can bite like the snapping turtle's soft skin areas. But the thing is, is that that octopus has such a lack of defense. So you're relying on just that little bite of attack. The rest of the octopus is squishy. It's soft. It's the it attack have any armor uh, it's, it's got, it's got venom ride. it's got venom on the actual dip it uh, claws on the tentacles but in the case of a, the octopus yep as opposed to a snake the octopus is squishy in a good way Lock if you want to put it that way like slippery um, yeah yeah it's like you can it can just kind of like get it like yeah it's gonna get bit like if it's going up against a snapping turtle gonna get bit again like travis said you know it's got seven more before danny goes let me let me throw it out there because if we're talking about uh, and obviously you you would be allowed to bring um i don't even know how to phrase it but what whatever the animal naturally does like to the fight 
the real answer is any, spider. Right. Any sort of spider. Any, any it, spider. It, yeah. You're right, answer, You really well, are. Yeah. Again, I'm not a spider expert. I, any spider that produces a web. So I'm willing to be sharpshooted if there are certain spiders that don't produce webs. But insert a spider that produces webs and also has a you know yep. venomous attack like that is the that is the real answer in life so while thinking of this question i relied on anime to tell me how you win a fight and the Ooh. only one way in <laughs> anime to win a fight is with a single punch that is how you win any fight nice. so that would that brought me on the path do it for me what danny do it. it do it what delivers the single strongest punch <laughs> and that my friends is the kangaroo while the average <laughs> oh, while the average no. human, Travis down oh, while, the, no. while the average human um, Wait, punch, punch generates punch i'm going punch even though i yes the feet is the main i didn't form, know but kangaroos using, punched i was today's today years old rent. when i learned that i was today years old they punch and they kick Focusing on the punch. So while the average human punch generates around 350 to 450 pounds of force in total, kangaroos deliver over 800 pounds of force with their punch. Now, we referenced the weight of a Honda Civic, which is uh, average between 2,500 to 3,500 pounds. Average weight of a, a full-size male kangaroo is 200 pounds. Scale that up tenfold. You have, my friends, the world's strongest punch. It'll knock over anything you got. It'll stomp on anything you got. It'll make your little octopus squishy as crap. It'll flip over in rage. Your snapping turtle, it'll win with a single punch. I can't, Danny, because the mantis shrimp will create <laughs> 1,500 newtons of force per <laughs> punch. At mantis shrimp, mantis shrimp. That, yeah, look it up. Look it up. Is that it? Big I, I believe you. Force? I know, I know you that. It yes, can, I. it can break the sound barrier with how fast it can punch. Basically, it, it, if you take a, a one ounce creature, I don't know how much mantis shrimp weigh, but I'm gonna say they weigh. Well, we'll call them ten ounces, and can already punch at twenty three meters per second in terms of speed. They will vastly, if scaled up, outpunch a kangaroo. No questions asked. I, I still think we've come up with some really great answers. I think I, I, I didn't want to do it because it was kind of OP. I think Rick is right that Spider wins. Like, yeah, because like if you're thinking about it, you have to think about the intangibles eight, that come to the fight. Like the spider can eight legs. It's got yeah, multiple eyes. Spray webs. You scale it up. Yeah. They've got natural body armor. They can make the webs that can you just, you know, cocoon them up and suck them dry. Right. And I'm not the biggest proponent of spiders. Don't oh, no, you're not. That's why um, I didn't want to go with it. But, but so, so my problem with spiders is that they're in, in their tiny size, right? Their exoskeleton is very crushable. And in their blown up size, it would be much stronger. But if you take, say, something else that's very small, that's very strong, and blow it up to a car size, you're right. It would still be crushable. And you're so, right. I'm not arguing the the exoskeleton, the punching force. You know that. I am saying me as the spider has an extra 
ability, if you will, to use to influence you. That's sort of the point I'm getting at. No one picked an animal with an offensive capability. So if you want to say, what is the the spitting cobra? There's a snake that spits venom. Yes. You know, wh- whatever that that snake is. Like if you were to pick that, I'm like, okay, I'm willing to listen. No one picks. Well, that's why I liked Drew's pick because a a snake to me is, I don't want to say an animal, but you know, it's it's on that same level of a, uh, I don't want to say intelligence with a spider, but like if we're, if we're factoring intelligence into this, a snake, a spider are going to build a web or they're going to hide in their hole. An octopus actually has been documented having some sort of higher level intelligence of most other animals and can right. scheme and can use their eight additional legs to which probably is why, outwit a spider. But which is why I asked, where is this battle taking place? Which is changes my answer. Like if we're on ground, fuck your os- octopus. I'd and like I'm, to think, and I'm is... not trying to say that I'm not trying to say that to like, if you, if we want to pick an even ground to where like, you know, each ability is even cool. I'm on board. I just need that to be. That's I would, why. That's why. I asked. At least in my head, this was kind of a Pokemon style. Like, okay, you, fair. you shoot the ball out. It is whatever. Sure. You know, Gyarados is, just happens to be flying in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah, I was about to say because none of us, own. none of okay. us pick something that flies. Like that's everything is susceptible to something like that. Your octopus is susceptible to a, a bird flying down. My spider web spider would be on the ground floor. Bulls. We're not saying the octopus is bird. 10 out of 10 sweep everything. <laughs> they also didn't pick anything like, you know, deep sea, like an angler fish or right. Right. You know, any, any of those because of yeah, kind shark. of the argument. Yeah. Right. Which is why I like the octopus because it can live for a fairly long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not Outside an octopus. I'm not an octopus expert. I'm willing to. I'm willing it's to have not a natural habitat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But sure. But it can. It can do that. So that's why I kind of like the the mm-hmm. twenty to thirty minutes. Of, yeah, I'm cool with that. Live out of water twenty to thirty minutes. That's enough time to kill something. It's enough time. To it is function. right. So at least I know blue ring octopus has two votes. I don't think anyone. Sure, the octopus. Yes. Danny, what was yours again? Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Ben. Alligator snapping turtle. Travis. Mine was originally the black mamba, but then I switched to octopus because I like the intelligence and the venom and the eight legs. All right. I'll go team oct- I'll go team octopus on this one. I, I think everyone out. this is one of the rare times Respect. where everyone picked something that actually had a like real good argument and real good chance fighting chance <laughs> fighting chance yeah but yeah i think of the i th- yeah i like the intelligence and the weapons and this is like a six out of ten type of battle right like, sure yeah yeah sure. an octopus is going to get yeah, cut in half by an alligator snapping yeah. turtle at least once yeah i'm almost like travis part of me wants to go back to it another time and do like kaiju the hill. level yes Ooh, yes kaiju uh, level what a like, great idea just let's go like biggest fucking monster you can think of and scale it up. But like, yeah, if we're talking just like the sedan, lunch lady. Sedan. I do think <laughs> with, the, with the ladle based on our last recording, this could be because I think honestly, I like the idea, Drew, of Kaiju level. But if everything's Kaiju level, 
it's not that much different. Like, not much different. It is different, but it's not much different from scaling everything to sedan, right? Like if everything's on the same scale, eh, you know, there's going to be some variations, but not too many. But I like yeah. the idea of making this one of those King of the Hill style episodes or, or topics where, hey, we're bringing this back up. We talked about Blue, Blue Ring Octopus. What else, What other options do people have now? Can it be defeated? Yeah. So put up, put it up to Twitter. At me on I'm the comments. I'm so ready for a King of the Hill type episode. I love that idea. I'm gonna pee and then we'll get into what? Huh? Are we get? Yeah, we're getting kicked out. But I gotta pee first. Time for last call, guys, gentlemen, people, things, places. <laughs> I did a thing. I went on Chat GPT. That thing. And I was like, hey, can you give me some would-you-rather topics, basically? And wouldn't you know it, it spit out 30 different topics. And so over the course of the next several episodes, we'll go through all of the the AI-generated last call topics. Are we are we ready? Are we ready for these topics? Rick, Ben, Drew, Danny... Are we ready for these topics? So ready. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Rick, would you rather have a pet octopus that can speak three languages or a pet llama that can predict the future? Ooh, give me the llama. Ben. Well, since you didn't say the llama can actually talk to me, I'm going to go with the octopus. Ooh, Drew. I like that logic. I like octopi, so go on octopus. Danny. Danny, go. Danny, go. I'm going llama just for the fuzziness. Love it. Who Rick. said the octopus could speak English? But it's true. Fair. <laughs> Both terrible choices. <laughs> <laughs> so no one so no one wins. Stupid AI. They have, Let's scrap they have the whole segment. Super abilities, but nobody can actually talk to them. <laughs> he just said three. He said was three. They speak Latin and hieroglyphics and, and Klingon. <laughs> Klingon. <laughs> All right, Rick, would you rather live in a world where everything is always upside down or a world where everything is always inside out? Uh, upside down. Ben. Inside out? Drew. Upside down. Danny. Am I upside down or am I, I right side and uh, everything else is upside down? Just, just quick. First yeah. instinct. First where's instinct. This, where's this no question? Upside down. Upside down sounds scary to me more somehow. <laughs> Wait, did you? What did you pick? Inside out. Inside, Inside out. out. Okay. Rick, would you rather eat a sandwich made of ice cream and pickles, or a salad made of jelly beans and bacon? Give me the salad. Ben. A- absolutely the salad. Drew. Ice cream and pickles. Are you guys fucking serious? <laughs> Danny. Ice cream. Pickles. We have lots to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) We are not agreeing on anything. (laughs) On reactions. I will murder all of you. (laughs) Thank you, ChatGPT. Rick, would you rather have the power to talk to animals, but they all hate you, or the power to fly, but only one inch off the ground? Uh, give me talk to animals, but they all hate me. Uh, ben. Uh, yeah, I'm, good, I'm good with levitating. Give me the fly one, one inch. Drew? Yeah, fly one inch off the ground. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Danny. Fly one inch off the ground. I want to hover. 
Fair enough. Rick, would you rather live in a house with a ceiling made of trampolines or a floor made of bubble wrap? Floor made of bubble wrap. Ben. Ceiling made of trampolines. Drew. Floor with bubble wrap. Danny. Dealing with trampolines, even though I picked wrong on the inside out upside down thing, because if you pick upside down with the trampolines, you get that as the floor. So you not run. Right. Rick, would you rather have a magical power that allows you to teleport anywhere you want, but you always end up naked, or the power to turn invisible, but you always smell like garlic? No, naked. Yeah, <laughs> naked PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Yeah, we, knew that. PowerPoint. We, knew we all knew was. that was yeah. going to be Rick's answer. <laughs> yeah, I show up naked without the teleporting. That's so. fair. Ben. Uh, That's true. We've I'm, seen I'm, it. I'm convinced that invisible is just a longer way of teleporting, so I'm going to go with invisible. Ooh, nice take. Drew. I don't like uh, that. But... Teleport any day. Danny. Yeah, even as a more conservative version of Rick, I will take, I will risk the, the, the nudity and the being thrown in jail. Rick, would you rather have a pet dragon that can't breathe fire or a pet unicorn that can't heal anyone? Give me the dragon without fire. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked it if the dragon couldn't breathe fire or fly, but since it can still fly, I'm definitely picking dragon. Right. Drew? Yeah, I'm going with dragon. I don't, I don't I don't see the purpose of a horse with a carrot on its forehead. So That's right. That <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I didn't make that do I, do? I didn't make these up. That's fair. Rick, uh, would you rather have permanently runny nose or permanently sweaty palms? Uh sweaty palms. Ben. Sweaty palms. Drew. I already have permanently sweaty palms, so I'm living a <laughs> life. Fair. Like that. Danny. <laughs> Plus one to Drew. I'm already there, so life is good. Yep. Claiming AF. Last one. Rick, would you rather have a third arm or a third eye? Both you can put wherever you want. Give me the eye. Ben. Yeah, I wouldn't mind an eye in the back of my head. Drew. Arm. Danny. I think I'd go arm. All right. That was the AI-generated last call. I There's one that I have... A strong opinion about that I'm going to ask and just put my own spin. I do like the idea that we keep these as topics for later. And so we, we shouldn't necessarily go into all of them, but that last question as a parent of two children, God damn it. If I had a third arm, my life would be so much easier. Like give me that third arm all day, but that's it. That was the only one I was like, I need that. I need it. I I'm, need it. I need I'm, it. I, I need I it. I get it. I'm just of the two. I'm surprised you went with arm. And I guess my my question I would see be everything. a follow up would be, can we readjust that question 10 years down the line and see if it changes? I I would. So that's a good point. I would probably in my head, in, probably in April 33. Can we, can we readdress? Yeah. On today's 420 episode podcast, because I get it when they're young, yeah, I I get I I I'm not mad. I under, well, as much as I can understand not having kids, I guess I'll phrase it that way. But when they start being able to run on you, would would it change? It's just my only 
thought. I'm going to say when you say run on you, you mean like actually can outrun you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like physically okay. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ability to have a kid in one arm play with. When you got to play zone defense. I need the third arm. Is your is are you changing your answer? Right. If I need to have a an actual eye in the back of my head to see what my teenage kid is, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say ten years from now that'll swap swap. But okay, right now with, with 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 little children, I need a third arm. Guys, that was a lot of fun. I this was this was one of my favorite casts we've ever done, <laughs> just because. I don't think there was ever a wrong answer spoken. I think everyone had mostly valid arguments. And I think that we all we all brought it and everyone just was like in it. And thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the four of you. I don't appreciate the people who are following and don't tell other people about our podcast. I love Travis. I don't love those people. Those people who are listening right now, I want you all to tell at least another, I don't know, 12 people that you know, minimum, about our podcast, just so that the next episode they listen to, I can then tell them that this is our podcast and you're just along for the ride. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, but you know, whatever. We're going back to like the old school email chain. If you don't send this, to yes, <laughs> yes. 